Now, are you in business and right now you're feeling like this? This is the episode for you. I get it. Yes, pay me what you owe me. Pay me what you owe me. Don't act like you forgot. Give me those checks. Give me those signed proposals. Give me the services and deliverables that I paid you for, that I'm waiting for, that I need to do what I need to do to make the moves that I need to make. I get you. I've been there. I understand completely. But what I also need you to understand is that this was inevitable. It was going to happen. It's a part of business. Now listen to the rest of this episode so you know what to do when this happens. I think we all can agree that entrepreneurship is challenging. Juggling entrepreneurship with parenting can be even more challenging. Luckily, Mario Armstrong, a two-time Emmy Award winner, and James Oliver Jr., founder of the Parentpreneur Foundation, has created the podcast Parents Making Profits on the HubSpot Podcast Network where they empower parentpreneurs by bringing you the best in parenting and entrepreneurship. With discussions from entrepreneurs and business icons, hosts Mario and James provide topics, insights, and advice to help you be the best parent and entrepreneur you can be. I love that they break down everything from imposter syndrome to managing the toxicity of hustle culture to really get to the meat of how do I balance being the best entrepreneur possible while also being the best parent that I can be. You can listen to Parents Making Profits wherever you get your podcasts. To be a big dog, you have to first believe you can be the dog, which means you need to move and act accordingly. Big dogs move like big dogs. Only small dogs move like small dogs. You can't be a big dog with a small dog mentality. People want to grow 3x, 5x, 10x. But I find they don't have the capacity, they don't have the capabilities, and they don't have the growth mindset to match that level of scalability that they desire. Let's take a pause for a moment. Just visualize this with me. If someone gave you precisely the amount of funding, the number of projects, or the price point you want, or whatever it is that you need, right now, no questions asked. All up front, ACH debit to your account in the next 60 seconds. Would you be able to fulfill your obligations and provide that deliverable per what you say you can do? The question really is, how confident are you in your business? Proper preparation prevents poor performance. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Make sure your operations and your processes are solid. Are your systems, is your infrastructure, is your stack efficient? 
How does your team dynamic and culture feel? You see, people wait until the big opportunity comes knocking to get all of their ducks in a row and everything else in order, which is the wrong move. You should be moving, optimizing, building, and fortifying your business as if the big whales is about to crash on your beach at any moment, ready to say yes. Again, we have to start thinking like we are the big dog and stop accepting the fact that we're just small dogs playing in a big dog field. What's up, digital world? You're listening to the I Digress audio experience with Troy Sanders. Social media, marketing, storytelling, business, culture, and more. Coming to you in three, two, one. I'm not going to lie. I'm at a place now where I don't chase after money owed me. I don't chase after answers to proposals sent. I don't chase after project work I paid for that I'm still waiting on deliverables. I'm working hard enough where if some things fall apart or goes completely out of my control, it doesn't impact me or stop my momentum to do business, to fulfill my mission, and do what I was put on this earth to do. To take care of me and mine, help these clients make money, and grow this business. You see, I believe that if you have enough things working for you, it will always be more than anything that is working against you. And a lot of that comes down to always be selling, always be networking, always be nurturing, always be marketing, always be building, always be growing, and looking at the bigger picture. Anticipate somewhere along the way, you are going to lose time and you are going to lose money. We get 86,400 seconds every single day. I am not going to spend more than 600 seconds which is 10 minutes, thinking about who hasn't paid me, who hasn't responded, who hasn't sent me what I paid for, who hasn't followed up, who hasn't signed the deal, who hasn't answered my calls, who hasn't responded to my messages, or anything of the sort. If it can be solved in 600 seconds, cool. If it can't, I'm moving on. I find people are either prepared when opportunities knock or they aren't. And how people do business says a lot about them. And how you respond says a lot about you. Every interaction is an opportunity to either earn trust or to disqualify yourself from future business opportunities. Now, to be clear, it's not that I don't want my money. (laughs) It's not that I don't want to see proposals coming back signed. It's not that I don't want the work that I paid for delivered to me. I will definitely put in a certain amount of time, effort, and energy to get what I need, to get what I want, to get what's due me. But if I have built my business a certain way, I should be able to move regardless of when these things happen. Because guess what? If you've been in business long enough, or you've made enough deals, or if you've achieved enough growth, you know it will happen. It's inevitable. If the pandemic has taught us anything is to expect the unexpected when it comes to business. Now, people have good intentions. They have good intentions to do business. They have good intentions to pay on time. They have good intentions to do things and work with you, collaborate with you, partner with you, all these things. But that doesn't mean that it will be fulfilled. They have good intentions to do business with you, but they may see your price point and immediately back out. 
you paid for something for a deliverable. Life happens. You know, the pandemic happened. They lose a team. They lose a big client. And now for whatever reason, they aren't able to deliver to you what you paid them for, let alone give you a refund for what you paid for. Life happens. So what are you going to do about it? First off, you need to lead with empathy when you do business. The second thing is to not be naive when it comes to business. Your job is to make sure when the unexpected happens, it doesn't completely destroy your business. Having the right mindset, structures, systems, sales framework, and marketing ideologies in place can help. I was in a Zoom call with Hollis Williams, and he said this quote that stood out to me. The confused mind doesn't sell. And I would like to add, a confused mind doesn't buy either. Money is a transaction. That transaction is the result of simplicity, transparency, and clarity experienced in your marketing, sales, and brand messaging. I've said this in various episodes before. I'm going to re-emphasize this again. You could be saying the right things, but you're saying it all in the wrong language, which is not creating a clear experience for people to make a decision on should they buy from you? Should they choose you as a business partner? Should they give you funding? Should they support your business, support your cause? All because you've used the wrong language over and over and over again that is completely foreign to the very people you're trying to do business with. It's time to take control of your social media marketing. Stay organized, save time, and easily manage your social media with Agora Pulse's inbox, publishing, reporting, monitoring, and team collaboration tools. Did you know that over 31,000 social media managers use Agora Pulse daily? It's a one easy to use solution loaded with powerful features. Everything you need to dominate the day with social media. Fortified with the industry's number one rated customer support. I even offer exclusively for listeners of my podcast a two month free trial of Agora Pulse. Click on the links in my show notes for more. You know, a lot of people, ever since I had the opportunity to be host of Inbound 2022, kind of looked me up, kind of asked me, what do I do? How did I get to this point? All these things. And I will be talking in full detail about Inbound 2022 in a later episode, so please look out for that. Of all the emotions, of all the feelings, whether it's self-doubt, imposter syndrome, questions about can I deliver, will my language come across a certain way, with my energy be what they're looking for, would the community connect with me, whether in person or virtually, would my style resonate, all these things flow through my mind the moment I got the opportunity, and even, even more so as I was performing every single day. People pray for opportunity, but not many are prepared when that opportunity comes. It's not that you may not be fearful or doubtful or insecure or worried about how you're going to perform. You have the butterflies. You're nervous. All these emotions come with the territory. That's fine. But it's all about even when those emotions happen, are you able to rise to the occasion to deliver anyway? And the delivery that you output is the very best you possibly could do. There is no doubt in my mind 
the entire time. I gave it everything that I had. I made sure, hey, some people may not like how I do it. They may not resonate. But one thing they will not be able to say is that Troy did not give 150% every single day, every single moment that this opportunity allowed him to do so. It's about having that drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work, put in the hours and take what's ours. Like Bigger picture. So I should have to say that from that experience, I've had a lot of people ask me, well, what do I do? And so I figured I'd take a minute or two, reintroduce to some who I am, who I serve, and a little bit of backstory about me. I'm an award-winning growth strategist that's launched over 35 brands, generated over $175 million in revenue for clients in various industries worldwide, where my specialty is making growing simple, maximizing the growth potential of businesses by implementing custom strategies, systems, and solutions that lead to sustainable profitability and scalable revenue. Now, I'm also known as the strategy hacker, which it is literally trademarked, by the way, because of my proficiency in go-to-market, demand-gen, sales enablement, inbound, community development, and digital marketing strategies, infusing sociology, psychology, behavior science, cultural anthropology, and business ethnography. I'm recognized as a top 100 marketing leader. I've been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Yahoo News, Inc. Magazine, and a few others. I run my own growth consulting firm called Strategy Hackers, which focuses on increasing the growth authority and profitability of growth-driven brands. I'm also the COO and CCO at No Middle, which is a modern content marketing firm that approaches content from a psychological point of view to build content engines helping multi-million and multi-billion tech and B2B firms go to market fast. To the point, I help you grow. Now, techniques and the tactics and the strategies by which I do that depends on your industry, depends on how far, how fast you want to grow, and all the things in between. I find many businesses ask this question. With technology in mind, why is sustaining and scaling a business so challenging? The general pain points is that as technology evolves, we have to plan for future endeavors and in education and modification and adaptability, which can be very costly and quite frankly overwhelming. Not to mention, teams are constantly being slowed down by implementing new technology that could be difficult to use. Businesses often need customizable tech, but sometimes can't justify steep price tags. With that being said, complicated and disjointed platforms can be slow to implement and difficult to use. Maybe you're buried down with cobbled CRM solutions that are slow to work. And lastly, a disconnected team can't focus on what's important, which is connecting with customers. With the HubSpot's connected CRM platform, all of your tools, all of your data are in one easy to use powerful platform. Having a single source of truth for all of your customer data, all of your reporting, and campaigns means your team can focus on delivering a best-in-class customer experience. I like to think of it as the HubSpot CRM difference. It's a connected customer platform that delivers a more frictionless experience for your teams and customers, allowing you to sell more and scale faster. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com.
I find that sometimes as we are trying to grow a business, as we are trying to position our business for success, as we're trying to be very clear and concise on who we are, what we do, the who, what, where, when, and why with our mission, that sometimes we just live in this ambiguity of listing and we don't position ourselves to actually do. It does me no good to talk all this stuff, get all this press about who I help, who I serve, if I don't actually perform what I do with clients, create those experiences to really showcase my capabilities. All talk, no action. All talk, no proof. Perception is reality until it's proven it's not. Growth strategy at its core, it's literally all about creating an infrastructure internally and externally that is going to make sure you can hit a certain milestone no matter what's thrown at you. You evolve and modify that strategy accordingly depending on new variables that come up in your world. Whether that's internally, you have a new child on the way, or you're moving, or you're getting married, or some other type of life factor has happened. Or externally, we're in a pandemic. We're in a recession. The demand has changed. Technology has shifted. All these things have modified itself where what you were doing that was giving you traction may or may not no longer give you the same traction you need. So therefore, you have to make a conscious decision to make adjustments to either maintain that certain level of traction or compensate by getting even more traction. People don't think too far ahead. They are stuck in a certain world, in a certain view, and they may not want to pursue getting new guidance, learning new things to make sure they stay relevant and top of mind with ideal customers and clients. The truth is you either keep your momentum high or you fall into ambiguity and you eventually fail. This goes back to my previous point of how my mindset has shifted about chasing after certain things and depending on certain things to happen. I don't know about you, but I'm going to keep it real. I've had many of people who have said they wanted to do business with me. We did the dance. We had the conversations. I showed the proof. I showed the value. I got a verbal commitment. I may have even gotten a contract signed and sent to me on the dotted line ready to go. And then something happened. I didn't get paid for the work I did or we didn't start. I got ghosted. The horror stories goes on and on and on because if you haven't had the experience, if you're in business long enough, you certainly will. I used to get stuck on every single one of those moments. Yeah, Troy, I'm going to send you a referral. I'm waiting weeks. I'm waiting months. I'm eager beaver about this thing. And then it never comes through. I'm sending out proposals. Everything I did in my own power and everything that I perceive was that this deal was going to get done. And then it didn't. And I'm stuck. You've got to have this mentality of, I don't need you, but if you want to work with me, we can work together. And you may need the money. But the reality is, people don't want to do business with people who are desperate. Even if you aren't desperate, don't articulate that you are desperate. You are in control, or you need to be in control of your emotions, of your presence, of your business. Now, having been someone who has gone through a lot of things internally like three brain surgeries and an influx of applying for different jobs and losing jobs and losing opportunities and getting cut out of deals and all these different things early on in my career, even now, I've learned that as long as I stay focused 
and maintain a certain amount of momentum. Even though every single one of those things has happened, has slowed me down, and other times almost took me completely out. When you look at maybe my career history, Troy never stopped moving. He was always pursuing new things and getting new things to happen. Even when these things that would slow most people or shut them down would occur, I just had this eagerness and this understanding that this moment is only temporary. I must surpass this moment if I want to continue the level of growth and success that I ultimately want. Can we talk about CTAs regarding email for just a second? Did you know that specific call to action buttons increase click-through rates by 28% versus standard call to action buttons? Troy, what are you talking about? You get the usual sign up button, free trial button, download now, the list goes on and on, right? Now imagine if you just add a few more words and you'll see your open your click-through rates go through the roof. One in particular, instead of saying sign up, free trial, how about instead say start 30-day free trial? Again, specific call to action buttons increase click-through rates by 28%. Can you afford not having people opening up your emails and clicking on your buttons, whether it's on your email, on your landing page, in your business? I don't think so. Another thing to think about, 92% of unsubscribers are from people who have not clicked or opened one of your emails in the last six months. Stop letting unsubscribers dictate your sending frequency. It's just that simple. Now, those are just two examples of what you will learn at the Guru Conference, the world's largest virtual email marketing conference in the world, run by Jay Swedelson, founder of SubjectLine.com, and of course, Guru Events. You'll have keynote speakers like Damon John and Hadley and a plethora of other skilled email marketing professionals and business people ready to help you take your email marketing to the next level. November 2nd, November 3rd, 100% free. Click on the link in the show notes and I'll see you there. Going back to inbound for a minute, I had shared a post recently on the gram just articulating the significance of me being on that stage. Now, yes, as a marketer, B2B marketer to be exact, one of the prime things of your career is to be able to go to Inbound, probably speak at Inbound, let alone be the host of Inbound. And I say that with all humility, because even to this day, even after it's all over, I'm still in shock and all that it happened. And thank goodness there's video recordings and stuff out there. I might have still thought I was still dreaming. I shared that to say is that the significance of me being on that stage didn't just start when I got the opportunity then. It was way back when, after I endured brain surgeries from 2015 to 2017, that I still continued to pursue this ideology that I can be a good marketer. Despite all these variables, all this noise telling me you need to stop what you're doing. You know, it's one thing when you are enduring something that can literally hurt your body externally. It's nothing where it can literally take away your cognitive functions, your creativity, and everything that makes you practically you. And you know, this is where people ask me where my relentless drive comes from. I have it internally. I don't need anyone else inspiring me, motivating me to go get mine and achieve greatness. This is the same relentless mentality I bring to every client that I have, to every job that I've worked. You will not outwork me. 
I will do my very best to help you get to where you need to go. I am not afraid of the unknown. I am prepared to do the work to outlast the unknown until we get to the known destination we've been trying to get to. You see, I'm reminded every single day of how precious life is, how valuable time is, and that you should do all you can to live your life to the fullest. There's so many things that I wasn't on my journey that I said, okay, if you're saying I need to be a writer so I can be better at marketing sales and get more authority, bet I'm going to become a writer. Also wrote a book, Strategize Up, go check it out on Amazon. If you say I need to be able to articulate myself in a certain way for perception purposes, and to do that is being a good speaker, bet I'm going to become a speaker. I'm going to learn the craft and train the muscles to have good story presence, to be able to articulate and project energy and good vibes, and speak in a way where people can understand and take something away from it. We are always in a state of growth. Growth requires change. And if you don't change, you don't grow. And so these run in parallel together. And instead of being afraid of the requirements of what you need to do to get to your destination, reframe your thinking to simply say, I'm going to do what is necessary to maintain momentum for me to get to my destination. Now, bringing it full circle back to maybe people not paying you what's owed you, or you're waiting for the SOWs, the proposals to come back, or you've paid money for services, for deliverables that haven't come to fruition just yet. It's not that that doesn't hurt or that doesn't slow you down or cause you to pause. It's understanding that I'm anticipating for some of these things to happen because it's going to be inevitable and I'm going to have enough business in the chamber, enough proposals and SOWs sent that despite one or two not coming through, I'm still going to get mine. And I'm not going to have all of my eggs in one basket, hoping one proposal sent via email and waiting for months on time's end is going to change the game for my business. No, I'm going to send multiple. And it's not going to be predicated on one decision maker. I control, for the most part, my business outcome by being prepared, preparing for the worst, and still saying, I'm still going to get mine. We have to be futuristic about how we look at our business infrastructure. We have to have the right mindset when it comes to making certain moves. And you have to understand that we are human. Things will happen. People will fail you. And it's a part of business and it's a part of life. Just how we will fail people at times. We will have moments where we can deliver on what we have been paid for, where things will fail, but we'll have to start over. That's a truth an inevitable reality in a lot of ways. But despite those things, that doesn't mean you still can't be successful. That still doesn't mean you can't grow and achieve what you are meant to be put on this earth to do, what your business was put on this earth to do, what your mission, what your calling is. Yeah, I could trip about people not paying you what they owe me. Or I could be excited about, I have identified this person may not do business with me again, or I may not do business with them again. No sweat. I've learned from it. I have enough things in queue to keep me moving forward. And if you don't, you need to do a little bit better job of building a strategy and system and structures in place to create that sustainability that's not predicated on one proposal saying yes. I don't speak on anything I haven't experienced myself. I don't share anything that I haven't learned myself. There was a time where I had an opportunity that was literally going to change my whole entire life. We even did business together before. 
and they paid and it was great. And then I'm waiting for the next thing and they paid and it was great. And so I went all the way out there and said, we're going, I'm putting all my chips in for this one deal. Guess what? Didn't pay, didn't happen, set me back an entire two and a half years. To this day, it still hurts me. But I use that pain as a reminder to not put everything on one opportunity, one SOW, one proposal, that if someone can't deliver, guess what? Somebody else will. And sometimes you have to count things as a loss. That's a part of business. I'm not going to waste more time and money and energy chasing after things I've already lost. I have to accept it, do my analysis, and keep moving forward if it makes sense for me to do so. In the same way, I wish back then someone had told me these things to be prepared for when opportunities fall out of the sky. They no longer get traction. The deal falls through. Is your business too predicated on that one deal? Or can you look at that as if like, all right, bet. I got 10 more deals I'm about to send out and five more on the way. That's why I'm emphasizing. Always be selling. Always be marketing. Always be nurturing. Always be moving. But most importantly, keep your momentum going. Because as long as your momentum is moving in a certain direction, a certain speed, ain't nothing gonna stop you. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Digress. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Troy on social media? You can find him on all platforms at Find Troy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you're listening. Looking for a marketing strategist to build the structure, strategies, and systems you need to get the success you want and the ROI you desire in your business? Book a discovery call to talk with Troy at findtroy.com. And as Troy's philosophy goes, imagination is the engine, content is the fuel, social media is the highway, marketing is the roadmap, sales is the destination, culture is the GPS. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 